Broncos All-Decade Tackle Orlando Franklin. Two-time All-Pro linebacker Chad Brown. Former Broncos tight end and New York Times best-selling author Nate Jackson. 104.3 The Fan welcomes you into the Players Club. We got one-third of the Players Club here today. No Sean's filling in. Uh, no Sean, before we went to break, you know, we started talking about, I, I started I asked the question, you know, how does this team truly get better during this year's bye week? All right, the bye week is an opportunity for coaches to kind of really look at this game plan and tighten it up <laughs> and take out the things that have not worked, take out the things that have been horrible, but also look at some of the tendencies that you've had and show teams and now create little wrinkles where now those tendencies are not, you know, 100% right or, you know, as far as what you have done in the past. So when, when you look at, at, at this Broncos team, and, and you have a very unique perspective of this. I played offensive line my entire life, right? And with an offensive lineman, I, I've told people the huddle calls when I played that position, it would sound like blah, 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 26 power, right? Or blah, 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 two jet on two. Right. So like I would, you know, it just sounded like, you know, rumbling as far as what the tight ends and the wide receivers were doing or formation wise for me. And then I would just hear the the little piece of the play that I needed to hear where for you, I'm sure it was completely opposite. Right. Um, Well, you actually had to pay attention to the whole thing because you're involved in protection when you're running back. So Mm -hmm. you have to know on two jet. Hey, oh, my goodness gracious. Right now, I got to go to the right (laughs) because the offensive line is sliding to the left. So you've had to know these things. But from uh, operation standpoint, like schematically, when you look at the Broncos, well, first of all, what system do you think that they're running offensively? Because I'm confused. I don't know. I thought I it was, was supposed to be running wide zone. Right. It has not looked like that for the huh. last couple weeks. So I'm completely hmm. confused with that. And now when you continue to get these type of running backs, you know, uh, uh, Chase Edmonds, he's coming from a wide zone scheme out there with Miami. Uh, Marlon Mack, he was on a practice squad with the 49ers for a couple mm-hmm. weeks and is coming from a wide zone scheme. We know Latavius Murray is not a wide zone scheme back. We know Melvin Gordon is not a wide zone scheme back. So it's going to be interesting to see the direction that they go in what the second half. What kind of back half. was I? Now I think about it. I, I, I feel like I could do it all. So You were a power. I was power? Yeah, you were power. So you have to have a little speed no, or something Sean, to, to be no, his own? No, no. So what are you talking about? Um, you have to not run into the back well, of your I'll offensive lineman to be in the wide zone. I could show you plays in, in, in Miami when you did that with the Dolphins. What what was it crowded in there? I had to get one yard. And guess what? <laughs> I'm not going backwards. I gotta get one. Yeah, so huh, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Okay. You know, those wide zones, you, you, you gotta you're reading it one gap at a time. Yeah. You're getting out there and then you gotta get vertical. No no Bro, shot. You, put on, nah. you had a Bentley that the license plate said sauce. You were trying to do too much dancing, man. No, you, that's you were not too true. saucy back out there, no. man. <laughs> I don't know. That's because when you say that, I'm like, well, I feel like both of those backs can do both. You know what I mean? They have vision. They can do a, a, a zone scheme or a power. I mean, which ones? Are, Latavius, oh, Latavius and Melvin. Latavius and Melvin. Yeah. So that's why I asked that question. I'm like, shoot, well, what was I? It just with, with Melvin, it just doesn't look mm. right. It, when he when they are trying to run the 18 and the 19 and you're getting outside of the tight end, getting it doesn't look as if, it doesn't look as fast as it should okay. look. Right. Mm-hmm. And, he doesn't look like he transfers as fast and and that he's reading it the gaps as fast like it looks 
slower. It looks like he's running high. It just hmm. doesn't look like a fluent motion. Interesting. With Latavius, I haven't seen them run a single play to him that even resembles wide zone since he's been here, and he's been getting the ball for the last couple weeks. Yeah. But offensively, uh, how does this... Like, okay, so... When you've been a part of football teams and you've went into the bye week, what have you noticed as far as the play calling has went offensively in the second half of the season now coming out of that bye week? How has the coaches shooken that up where you've noticed, um, hey, you know what? We are running a little bit of the things that have we have had more success in. And have you noticed like some things get completely X'd out of the playbook in the second half of the season coming out of a bye? Uh, I didn't particularly notice anything honestly uh, when it came to if they took things out or put the I did you notice that they put things in um you mentioned it that um it's time really for those coaches to look and, and look at themselves ourselves um look at the team and our tendencies and what are we doing when we're you know in three Y when we bring the tight ends and what are we doing and how can we wrinkle that up um I felt like especially with Payne we were doing that every single week <laughs> so it was really no change but um, you you would see some small wrinkles to things that you were doing um, early in the season. If you gave a look of a two, uh, you know, a three wide situation, and you would always run one particular play, yeah, you would see some wrinkles. Um, I, I couldn't tell you exactly what those plays were, though, honestly. But um, for the players and for me, you know, that was the time just to relax and kind of get away from you know the banging and the, being in the meeting rooms all the time. You just relax your mind a little bit. You get a chance, the opportunity to watch other teams throughout the league on that Sunday when you're just chilling. Um, and, you know, that's the kind of question I had actually for you is like, how much time should these guys really get? Um, are well, they going to be out of the building today? Um, so I think a rule of thumb right now in the National Football League, come by week, you have to get four consecutive okay. days off. Yeah. So no matter what, you, you have to get those four days off. I've never been a part of any football team that has said, hey, you know, we're going to completely give you guys the week off. <laughs> or, you know, we're not going to practice. We're just going to come in and meet. You know, it's always been we're going to get a couple hard practices and it's going to be self-scout. So we're going to yep. go against the defense. I thought it was foolish why are we practicing against our defense when typically teams don't play the same exact scheme mm-hmm. but so for me bye weeks were always like this is a waste of time if we're going to practice with, uh, <laughs> against our defense let's at least jump ahead right. you know I, I'd be perfectly fine if the Broncos had you know a practice today that had three periods and it was all looking against it Tennessee yep. stuff yep. right and and then tomorrow the exact same thing you, before they let them guys go right because you get Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Um, yeah, yeah, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. If you could give them off, or you you let them leave yeah, today. Come back, I, come I back on Monday. Yeah, I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't know how they're doing their schedule. <laughs> yeah, who the heck cares how they're doing their schedule as well? But I, I'm just a big fan of if we're going to practice, why are we practicing against our defense? Yeah, why are we not always looking to practice against another team? Obviously, offensively for the Broncos, this hasn't looked well enough. Defensively, this past week, yes, I know the defense has been huge the first couple weeks of the season. I know that they're one of the top defenses in the league. But Tennessee wants to give the ball to 22. They, they want to give the ball to them. And last week, you know, ETN... 
had a oh, game. Yeah, he, 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 he was getting after this defense. Um, in my opinion, it was Jacksonville and, and Doug Peterson that gets out of his own way and says, the heck with it. We're going to run the football. <laughs> you win this game easily mm. because the Broncos weren't stopping that run game. So why not have a couple practices right now against Tennessee where you're looking at their tendencies, where you're that. getting ready. You I've, I've never been a part of a team that's ever done it True. In, in the first week. Of, have you? No. Nah, uh, like, it's always been, hey, it's the bye week. We're going to get two days of practicing, and all of a sudden we're practicing against the defense, and we're just good versus good. The heck with that. This defense would do a, a great seeing a, 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 a nice little preview of, yes. of, you know, Derrick Henry and what he's, he's going to be trying to do here in a couple weeks when you play against Tennessee. Um, this offense, of course this offense could use the work. <laughs> uh, why not run the heck Maybe out of this offense? Work on some tight to seven on seven. Um, let's do some red area. Man, like this is a week for me. If I'm Nathaniel Hackett, <laughs> I'm going nuts. <laughs> Honestly, no. Like, these are might be the hardest practices we have all year. Now, I'm not going to put on shoulder pads and helmets and have these guys banging out there. Right. But it's going to be like a training camp practice. We're going to ramp this thing up because you're getting ready to have four days off consecutively. Right? So, I'm going to – obviously, it's not been good enough in the red area. Obviously, Russell Wilson hasn't been able to connect with the deep ball. Let's get some more full-speed reps at doing this stuff against the Tennessee Titans defense. So, we get a nice little preview this week. Instead of just sitting over there and twiddling our thumbs and going against our defense, I don't think he changes the way that he the approach that he took for for the uh, for the training camp. I mean, you saw the training camp look like he has well, so to you know think? that that was the, the wrong thing. <laughs> he had, like if training camp was starting, if this was Nathaniel Hackett's second training camp, I don't believe that he would have go into it and talk about health mm-hmm. or not even forget talking about it. I, I truly don't believe that he would go into it and say, man, you know what? We're going to go uh, hard, hard, and then we're going to go to a jog through. I, I think that he has learned his lesson from, from that already. Well, we'll so see. right now, you know, keep this thing calloused up. Keep these guys going in the right direction. I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see them doing that. I see them, yes, going into the red zone, working on different plays, but it's going to be a jog. It, it isn't going to be a run, I don't think. Yeah. A lot's <laughs> been said about this team offensively. What's going on with Russell Wilson? Why can't they score more touchdowns? But there's something that has just been kind of just been burning in my stomach, and and it has been frustrating the heck out of me. What is that? Me and Noshan discuss that next. competition. Uh, I think uh, uh, Edmonds complements what we have. He's a little different than what we have in, in Melvin. Uh, we like Melvin, and uh, he's going to, you know, he's still be, you know, he's going to be our uh, starter. Uh, he and Latavius will rotate, and this, this will be a, another piece of the puzzle. So, uh, this will be a good compliment. Mm. Melvin, that's George Payton talking about Melvin Gordon. No Sean Marino sitting in today. Melvin Gordon has 75 attempts, by far the most attempts for the Broncos this year. 263 yards rushing. He's averaging 3.5 yards a carry. No, Sean. Uh, the second back that George Payton is talking about as well is Latavius Murray. He has 37 carries on the year so far, and he's only got, he has three games played underneath his belt, but he has 136 yards, Ooh. right? And that's a little bit rusty, but, um, it's he just not, got here. It's, yeah, he just got here, right? Huh. 3.7 yards of carry. So our two lead backs for the Broncos that our GM is talking about are averaging well under four yards of carry. 
3.5 to Melvin, 3.7 to Latavius. Kind of expected with Latavius, especially with the scheme changing and learning this offensive yeah. line. But Melvin, 3.5 yards of carry. What, what's going on with the Broncos' run game? One, no, Sean. And 3.5 yards of carry. What, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, man, it's it's a tough tough start of the season, man. Um, you know, those fumbles actually, you know, didn't help him early out in the season. But, man, when I think about this, the offense and the run game, man, uh, I first look up front, man. You know, it was a lot of changes up front. Um, when you talk about injuries, when you talk about, you know, players coming back from injuries, um, those little things I feel like do hurt your team a little bit, hurt your offensive line. I mean, how, how I does like it change it? How does it change it? Because obviously this running game looks horrible. Mm-hmm. So you're a running back. You, you've played that position. You know, as offensive lineman, it's like next man up. This is what we got. And I know it changes how a guy fits up the block, right? right. When I have... Like, uh, for instance, Chris Cooper at right guard played many, many football games with Chris Cooper, played many, many football games with Luis Vasquez at right guard. But Cooper at right guard, Coop's going to get into that block quick. Coop's going to, you know, set, boom, and get on that D tackle and get that defensive tackle to raise his shoulders probably as I just finished taking my first step before I even get anywhere near the block, right? But... I had to absolutely bring it at that point because Coop was a little lighter of a player. So I was bringing it now to like the sledgehammer to kind of move that guy vertically and move him backwards. With Luis Vasquez now at the right guard position, Lou wasn't going to be as quick. We were going to kind of get there the same time. Mm -hmm. But man, I didn't really have to bring anything because Lou was going to bring a sledgehammer to it and and do majority of the heavy lifting with that block. So I know that things like that change, but how does it change for a running back as far when, when an offensive lineman with the injuries and the up and down and this change in the front five, how does it uh, change the run game for a running back now? Yeah, like that's uh, that's one of the points I was saying because I remember you mentioning that um, one time before about the importance of you know building that chemistry, knowing that guy next to you, um, and at the same time where you guys can build that that relationship where you guys don't even have to talk. You like you said, you know that you got to come off a certain way with this guy um, with with a coop or something like that, and. Um, you don't even have to talk. You know that you're going to pass it off. So I think that does hurt when you when there's so so many people rotating in and out of that offensive line that um that it can hurt you. But for the running back, um yeah, it, it might change a little bit from the aspect of I might have to be a little more patient on the run. Um if it's an outside read or, or something like that outside zone, now I got to be a little more patient knowing that my my tackle or my guard is a little bit slower to this to this block. So okay, I'm gonna pace it, pace it, and then right when he gets his hands on, bang! Now I know I'm hitting it. Yes, it changes in that way, but it's really not that big of a deal for the running backs, man. You see a hole, you hit it, all right? You you stretch it, stretch it, stretch it. If it opens up, go downhill. That's all it is for the running backs, you know? So um, it, it might change your steps, your step work, your footwork, and your foot placement a little bit, and you got to be a little more patient. But at the end of the day, once they get hands-on, you going, baby. Yeah. How can Melvin Gordon find more success? How can the Latavius Murray, uh, Chase Edmonds now into the fold. I don't know what they're going to do with Marlon Mack. How how can those guys start finding more immediate success? What what are you seeing out there? Man, I should just keep on practicing it. Honestly, I'm not sure exactly what they can do 
Um, besides just keep on getting better, take this off season, this off week, excuse me, to, to work on those little things and work on your, um, whoever's going to be in there with you. All right. How are we going to step? How are we going to move? Um, but at the same time, it's going to, it's going to get a little easier as the season goes on because everyone's going to be getting banged up, other teams. Um, once you get to like the sort towards the middle of the season, people don't want to hit you. Um, so you just run a little bit stronger and then it'll ramp back up towards the end of the season. Um, once it's more close to the playoffs. So I think you'll see them break out some more big runs here. Um, after this bye week, just because it's in the middle of the season and people are getting banged up and people's bodies are injured. That's and, another and sore. Thing. So. You look at I that, so. right? The long of the year for Melvin Gordon, 17 yards. The long of the year for Latavius Murray, 14, 14 yards, right? You start looking at that, that's, mm-hmm. you typically don't see that, right? Russell Wilson has an 18 yard one and Montrell Washington has a 19. Yeah. But from the running back room, is it concerning that when you just look at through eight games from your running backs that one has had a long of 17 yards and who's been a starter, has played in eight games, played a lot of the snaps, and the next guy that's close to him is, is at 14 being his long for the year. Yeah. An explosive run in the National Football League is 12, right? So you know, when you look at this, it's like Melvin Gordon's had two explosives on this season. Latavius Murray, I think, has had one up to year to date. So... Is that alarming? Not with all the stuff that's been going on. Um, no. Also. No. Uh, just up front, like I said, all the switching around. And then when it comes just to play calling, man, um, there's been a lot of situations where you're like, damn, they should have did something different there. Um, so there's a lot of things that come into factor with the run game. You know I mean? Not just uh, the running backs themselves, but the pass game and, and all the stuff going on up front. So, I, I just don't want to see what we saw earlier in the season. Are yeah. those giveaways? Are those fumbles? Yeah, man, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, you know, you might get hit in the backfield and still got to spin out of that thing and get three. Now, if I see my guy still doing that and still fighting for yards, then no problem because once they do block that thing up real nicely, that is going to break out for that 17, for that 15. Mm. Um, I don't know how many long runs I've had. I don't think I had that many in one season. Um, mm. Probably like two, maybe, you know, long runs. But other than that, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get positive yards. I'm going to get four or uh, three to four and, and then move from there. So, I mean, yeah, Javante was, was averaging four, 4.3, which is really nice to see. But um, Murray's real close. Yeah. They're both pretty close. All it takes is a couple games of those guys breaking out and the offensive line gelling together and we kind of um, build on some momentum off of this bye week and, and, and it can change. It I can hate change. when the Broncos run the ball on 31. They have Why? done that a, a lot. Right, I, I find myself yelling at the football yelling at the football screen I was getting ready to say. Right? <laughs> the TV screen. I find myself literally yelling at the TV screen Too when I see when they run the when they throw the ball on thirty. Oh, he said throw, throw the ball he said on thirty-one. Like, um, what have your thoughts been, kind of on that, and especially just playing, having played running back in the National Football League? You know, um, we didn't do it a lot when you're here, but there was a cut time or two that we might have tried to throw it with a little gadget play on mm-hmm. third and one. But when you're in a game and you, you huddle up and it's third and one and you're like, man, you know what? I'm rolling. Bro. You know, what, what's your thought process when you hear a, the quarterback now <laughs> get on a knee and start calling a play that is a pass jet, da, 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 on two? Nah, that could definitely get to you because you're like, bro, I can get that's the thing. I can get one yard. I don't care if it's blocked perfectly or not. One yard. 
my full head of steam, I'm gonna lean forward, I'm gonna get one. So you gotta show the coaches that you can get those ones. You know, uh, I think every Stewartsville had a lot of faith in us. How do, you, how, do you, how do you show them that? Because it seems like do, Nathaniel Hackett just has, like, the, the season has started off like, hey, we're throwing it in these situations. We're going to put the ball in our best players' hands. We're going right. to put the, and there's nothing wrong with that that concept, right? You're, you you backed up a Brinks truck. You gave Russell Wilson a quarter of a billion dollars, so he, he should be able to make the the big time decisions in in those moments. But as a running back, how do you show them that, that you could get that 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 one yard or that hey, when mm-hmm. we get in this situation, mm-hmm. we should be running the football instead of throwing it? Well, they see how you're running. They see how strong you can run in different situations so they have it in their in their head that okay well if it's one yard I think I'll back and get it and it, I think it really comes from that coach in that running back's room I, I highly believe that coach Studersville um Eric Studersville would have went up into those co- coaches meetings and been like third and one give it to no he's yeah. gonna get one yard yeah you know, pounding on the table cause he had yeah pounding on the table standing yeah. on the table like no we can get one yard we can do that give it to us you know what I mean and it, it, it might Actually, really start um, in that in that room with the running back coach, and, you know, because he spends most of the time with the running back. He sees how they run. He sees how they hit the hole. So maybe that's where it starts, though. Yeah. What What's your quick opinions on gun runs versus under center? I love them. I you, love. You love when they're in the shotgun. Bro, uh, yes. The reason why I like the shotgun so much because you spread out the defense a little bit, especially if you're three wide. You spread them out. The box is empty. It's not as heavy as it could be. You maybe got one linebacker and maybe two. You might have two linebackers in, but it's still still spread out. The corners are out. Safeties are got to you know give some respect to those receivers. So now the box is light, and I'm but in there. But you have to be an eleven personnel to do that. The Broncos mm-hmm. are typically in twelve personnel, the t- where they would have two tight ends out there. I understand what you're saying about the gun yeah. runs, and if you go in eleven personnel, you have three wide receivers. You spread that thing out. You got yeah. one tight end. You could attach him or detach him from that. the line of scrimmage to get a lighter box in theory. But the Broncos have been two going tight out ends, two tight ends, two wide receivers gun. in gun. I don't running remember the football. too much about, but I don't like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to be in gun with two tight ends for what. I mean, no. Just let's just get on the center in that in that instance, and and, and run the pass play or run play. Um, no, I, I like to be spread out with one tight end and the rest receivers, and to make that box like like you said. No. Hmm. Okay, uh, we got the fan war room bye week special giveaway. Join Nate, Noshan, James Merrillat, Stokely, and Zach from Brothers Barbecue tomorrow off I twenty five in Arapahoe. Thursday at noon, we have a $50 gift card to Brothers Barbecue giveaway right now to caller number four. Give us give us a call at 303-713-1043. Again, that's caller number four. Give us a call, 303-713-1043. The, to win a gift card of 50 bucks to Brothers Barbecue. We got Mike Kliss coming up next. You've been admitted VIP entry into the Players Club with Orlando Franklin, Chad Brown, and Nate Jackson. We've got one-third of the Players Club today. Um, Chad is a little bit under the weather. Hopefully he's doing well. Uh, for him to that I'd bring him chicken noodle soup, he, he didn't take me up on my offer. Um, and uh, Nate is uh, hanging out out of town. I think he's doing a little family vacay. Uh, no Sean Marino joined here today. And we, we've been having all different discussions. And, and I think the most fascinating discussion is kind of 
what do you do now? You know, Bradley Chubb is gone, right? And he's no longer a Denver Bronco. Where should George Payton's focus be right now with this football team? Do you immediately turn focus to now Draymond Jones and getting a long-term deal done? Or, you know, are you still kind of looking elsewhere or, you know, scouring the waiver wires or whatever the case may be? But um, we're going to be able to talk to Mike Kliss about that now as we are joined in by Mike Kliss of Nine News joins us presented by Bet River Sportsbook. Uh, Mike, we, we saw Bradley Chubb leave yesterday. I thought it was a good deal. I thought George Payton couldn't have walked away from that type of deal, especially when you're going to get that type of compensation. But Mike, what does the Bradley Chubb trade mean for the rest of the season for the Denver Broncos? It'll be interesting to see how they react. Um, First of all, you get Nick Benito more playing time. Jonathan Cooper more playing time. Jacob Martin will get up to speed. Baron Browning becomes a starter if he's healthy. I think they're hoping that he'll be uh, ready to go against Tennessee. That would be three weeks out from his hip flexor injury. And, uh, and then Randy Gregory, I think, will be a couple more weeks after that. So, but... Look, uh, I, I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and say that the Broncos are better without Bradley Chubb than they are with him. I mean, that's just that's not true. But uh, you know, they were three and five going into the bye, and um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see how they react on the other side. It's really more about the offense, right, than the defense, mm-hmm. as far as this team getting better and needing to improve. So, uh, you know, nothing's changed on the offensive side. Uh, Jerry Judy, I think there were a lot of calls on him. They decided not to trade him. So, uh, yeah, I agree with you, uh, Orlando. It's a trade they had to make, given given all the factors. So, um, yeah, I I mean, you know, we'll, we'll... who knows? Uh, Tennessee, what's going to help the Broncos here is they have Tennessee playing the Chiefs this week. Mm-hmm. When So the following week, Tennessee's coming off a tough game. The Broncos are coming off a bye. That should give uh, the Broncos the advantage and offset that home field. See, see if they can uh, pull off an upset there next week. And then, you know, then they got some momentum if that happens. Feel that, feel that. I like that, Mike. Um, what, what are they doing over there right now? What, uh, the team are they? Uh, they practicing? They doing? Well, the team, the team's on by. They're, they were dismissed yesterday. They, oh, uh, this is done. Okay, so, I, I think it was noon yesterday. For the most part, teams, uh, you know, they they give them off the whole week. Ooh, that's a lot uh, of time because uh, yeah, a lot of them do that now, and. Um, and uh, with, uh, you know, with the London trip, uh, the Broncos kind of lost half a day. They, they came in uh, Monday afternoon. They had a, they had a meeting scheduled for, uh, I think their team meeting was, was after the dinner hour on Monday. And then uh, they came in to work up a sweat, and, you know, in the weight room and, uh, yesterday, and, uh, and off they went on their bye. Oh, no and practice so, at all. Uh, What's that? No practice at all, Mike. No. No. Uh, Nope. And so, uh, 
You know, with that 17th game, uh, I you know, I think you do need to uh, – I know there's a lot of talk about how hard or or, or not hard that uh, Hackett practices, but I think in the bye week with the 17th game, uh, and it's it, we're talking about middle of the year here, I think it's uh, – you know, I, w- I think it's smart to uh, rest up the – completely rest up the bodies for a week. Mm. Mike, um, do, what do you think moving forward we're going to do offensively here? Because Cortland Sutton the last two weeks had disappeared, and we've seen the emergence of Jerry Judy. Um, before that, right, Cortland Sutton was a very active participant on this offense. Do you think that because of the Broncos, you know, my theory is that, or my thought process is, because the Broncos typically employ uh, two tight ends about 70% of the time, and that's your base set, that why does it always have to be Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy out there? Why can't we start sprinkling in Cortland Sutton and K.J. Hamler, K.J. Hamler and Jerry Judy? Why can't we start creating a little bit more of a rotation there? Because with the deep ball, he's only Russ is only connected with, what, Greg Dulcich and, and K.J. Hamler. So we have to have more opportunities for him to be able to get that deep ball or push the ball down the field. Yeah, they, um, you know, they're they're 18 to 30, and uh, and Rippon was, uh, was, what, 24 or 46. Mm. They, um, first of all, they need to run the ball better so they can get more consistent Drives, you know, it, that that was the most uh, staker baloney offensive performance I've seen in a while where you had touchdown drives of 98, 80, and 75, and you had uh, six three-and-outs plus another one where you threw a pick on the uh, on the second play. So it's it's like that first first down is the hardest. If, if you can more consistently get a, get a couple first downs per drive, uh, I think it would help Cortland Sutton. You know, it, it, the, the the third and four ball should be Cortland Sutton. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, for, for what they're distributing, two factors are, are coming into play with um, Cortland not getting as much action, and that's Jerry Judy stepping up and having 13 catches for 160 yards the last two, two games, and Greg Dulcich stepping up. I mean, that one drive, the 98-yard drive was all dulcet. 78 yards of them. Yeah, he was uh, he was good. So I, I, I think it's I think it's a better distri- distribution now than it was earlier when it was just Sutton. Hmm. You know, um, but there is uh, there is room to add one more piece. That's for sure. But I think what would help that guys is if uh, you know they need more juice in that running game, and uh, that's why the Chase Edmonds pick up was pretty good. The, you know, Melvin and, and Latavius Murray are solid, but still, uh, a, I, I don't think a running back, a running back has a gain of more than 17 yards. And, uh, this year, and, and here we are at the halfway point. Well, that's both backs uh, though, uh, Mike, um, both backs are pretty that? much averaging the same. So you think adding another running back, he's going to just uh, out of nowhere, be rushing for you know five yards a carry. I mean, I don't think adding him is going to well, change anything. the pace. He's more of a he's more of a third down receiver type, and uh, you know I think mm-hmm. they needed that type of compliment. Mike Boone was was doing pretty well. They just couldn't keep him healthy. It seemed like every time Mike Boone got going, uh, you know he got nicked up. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know they need. I think they need the Chase Edmonds 
um, alternative. You know, he's 5'10", 210, got some outside speed. You know, Melvin and Melvin's got some outside, but uh, they're good between the tackles. They're they're just not getting the explosive plays. It just makes me think, and, though. Uh, for whatever reason, you know what this team's been pretty consistent at is getting uh, – it seems like uh, – I don't know how many times they have like a six or seven or eight yard run in there. Third and one, they can't pick up the one yard, you know, and they got to punt. And uh, if you get the running game going and you get more first downs, you can distribute that ball to the receivers uh, with greater balance. They just, just, you know, too many drives. Three and outs don't, you know, no one touches the ball on three and outs. Mm. So that's what they have to avoid is all these three and outs they've had uh, yeah. throughout the first half of the season. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Mike. We appreciate you. Mm-hmm. Go get them, guys. Uh, that's Mike Kliss of Nine News joins us as is presented by Bet River Sports. Um, did Nathaniel Hackett mess up and drop the ball yet again? Me and Noshan discuss that next. Denver Sports Station 1043 The Fan presents The Players Club with Orlando Franklin, Chad Brown, and Nate Jackson. Broncos on bye week this week, and we just found out from Mike Kliss, our guy from Nine Noons, their schedule. And we found out that the Broncos were dismissed yesterday around noon or during the middle of the day, and it's, hey, see you next week. Um... Given the fact of, of how this offseason has went, right? Some missed opportunities with training camp. Is this another missed opportunity for this football team that they were dismissed yesterday, that they didn't have not one single practice this week during the bye week? Yeah, I feel like it's a miss. I, I just can't believe that you had the whole week off. You didn't even go in there to break up the film. Um, yeah, it's not going to really make a, that big of a difference. Um, since you're going to be moving, you know, got the bye week and you're going to be moving forward, but you do still want to watch that film and see what your mistakes were and kind of break it down real quick. And we would always do that. So just to hear that they had the whole week not on, off. Not, on, not only did they not do that in a bye week, they, they didn't, you know, so for me, I know that they did not do that against the Chargers. They played Monday they night. Played Monday? Monday night, right? You're flying back, quick flight back, mm-hmm. but. The film was never addressed, right? You moved right on to the Jets the following day. Um, the, the bye week is the time where you get to reflect. Yeah, how do you get you, you really get better. I remember having bye weeks where not only would we break down the team that we just played, we'd mm-hmm. sit there and watch all the explosive plays together as a whole entire offense. We'd sit there and watch all the negative plays Um you know, the, the sacks, what, what happened on a sack or the penalties? What happened on these penalties? Or, you know, we're going to sit down now and watch all the runs that we did not average four yards of carry on, right? Because we were really looking at it and saying, Hey, you know what? You know, what happened on these plays? Is there a reoccurring issue? And, you know, showing everybody in the building, this is why we didn't have success. This is what we need to do. And, Understanding our tendencies and as far as what we've ran things out of. Maybe instead of, you know, right, instead of uh, having the tight end attached on a play, we have to run it with the tight end, you know, two yards next to the tackle instead of him being right next to the tackle. Mm. Just little things like that. Was it, now, was that different because 
you know, the teams that you were on were winning, and it was more like, yo, we really want to get better. And, My rookie year, this, we weren't winning. Yeah, that was, or, well, we did start Tebow off. Mania. Pretty, oh, that was a new rookie year. Time. Uh, yeah, huh? True. Well, maybe it's just, he just sees that he doesn't want to uh, make the the, 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 the building. Uh, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Not as exciting, mean, you know. I mean, he wants to keep the energy in that building up <laughs> instead of going back to the film and be like, "Why? Why? Look at all the negative yards we got, guys." I don't. I feel like, yeah, you should do that, but maybe he's thinking in a different way where he wants the guys to um, have a better feeling coming off of this bye week and just starting off fresh. Yeah. You have one of the worst football teams in the National Football League right now. Um, if you're Nathaniel Hackett, you you have 70 penalties on the season. You lead the league in penalties. The next team closest to you has 60. You have a whole du- double digits more penalties than the next team. And this is like a reward. Hey, come in. We're not going to practice. Hey, Tuesday, half day. Hey, let's let's get up out of here. This is like basically like a reward. Like almost as if you're a five and three football team and not a three and five football oh, yeah. team. It's definitely a reward the way he's handling it. I mean, a whole five days? Yeah. And I, I look at well, this that? past week against Jacksonville and the interception that, that Justin Simmons has. Amazing interception, right? Mm-hmm. Great play. But what if Jacksonville scores a touchdown on that drive? For me, that would have been the worst series defensively for the Broncos this year. Three penalties. You get the, the one with K1. You know, unprecedented. There's nothing really that you could kind of do. What are your expectations with a cornerback going against an offensive lineman, right? And I think Kwan handled that situation. It's a ticky tacky foul because he hit that guy in the belly and then kind of went lower after that to stop the momentum, right? To kind of set the edge instead of getting blown up. But also, I look at, you know, Justin Simmons, the taunting penalty on that drive, and, and look at Jacksonville kind of really demoralize this defense up until the, the interception that Trevor Lawrence throws. If you don't get that interception, you know, you're looking at this defense and you don't feel that good about this defense, especially on that drive, and that's highlighted. Right. So your defense is coming off of one of the worst series this whole entire year. Your offense has hasn't even scratched the surface of what it should be and yet you're going to come in in the bye week and you're going to handle it saying you know what we're going to get a workout in one day and then the next day we're not going to practice and then all of a sudden you're gone you guys get uh from tuesday afternoon see a monday right where in the national football league all they got to give you is four days Right. So don't give me this whole and I get it. They got back from London. They got back late. Mike was talking about you lost half a day. Don't come in on Monday then. Mm -hmm. If that's the case, you got back at 4 a.m. How about you give the players Monday off on Tuesday? We're going to roll. We're going to do some things out there. We're going to watch the film. We're going to, you know, get some extra practice. We're, this team, this team, this <laughs> is bad optics, no. This team acts like, man, they got all, everything kind of figured out, in my opinion. And mm. when we watch it every single Sunday, it looks absolutely atrocious. Starting off in the game against Jacksonville, first play of the game, almost interception. Second play of the game, Melvin Gordon goes out there, rushes for three yards. Third play of the game, sack. Uh, next series, right? <laughs> First play, interception. Like, come on. You cannot make this stuff up. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, we got some Texas here coming in, and uh, one guy says, hey, yo, man, we're dealing with millennials here, man. You got to let them get their rest. <laughs> and another yeah. guy is saying, uh, 
We got to let that, you know, we got to let that wind soak in. The guys' minds are already on the bye week. Listen, I get it. This win, the, the, Them practicing this week might not correlate to wins and losses. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, them practicing this week, for me, sends a message. Obviously, a message needs to be sent when you get into a game and you have 10 penalties in the first half. You know, they were able to fix things and correct some things because they had two in the, in the, in the third quarter and zero in the fourth quarter. But this football team is a bad football team. <laughs> so I, I so don't keep know. On building how you're, keep on uh, uh, beating them down by saying, come on in and let's watch all these negative not, things. It's not beating them down. Okay. It's come on in, let's watch yourself. Let's watch yourself. Let's fix these things. Let's correct these things. Let's come on in. Let's steal two days of practice where we can work on some more of that timing. Let's work on some little bit of wrinkles instead of trotting Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton out of there. How does it look now running these same plays with Jerry Judy and KJ Hamler? How does it look running these same plays with Cortland Sutton and KJ Hamler? Let's figure out a nice little rotation in the wide receiver room because you're not getting enough production. Your two leading running backs right now, neither one of them average four yards to carry. Their, your longest run on the year for in the running back room is 17 yards. It's nowhere good enough offensively. And on the defense, you could just look at the fact of Travis Etienne just absolutely having a field day in the running game. You could look at the fact that the week before that, the Jets sat there and ran the ball down your throat as well. So I, I look at these things and I'm saying reward. Like, like go out there and not have pre- That's a reward. It is. Like, like you've played that game. I've played that game. You've played that game with Peyton Manning and Coach Fox, where Victory Mondays, we never had that. We mm-hmm. always were in there on Monday because that that they act like beating the Jacksonville Jaguars was like a big accomplishment. That was, that was, a, that was a two and four football team. Or a two and five football team. They, mm. they like you. You were a two and there was a battle of a two, two, two and tw- five football teams. You're nowhere near where you want to be, and because you're nowhere near where you want to be, you just had to trade away an asset yesterday. A guy that that man. You know what? I can't wait to see where Bradley Chubb's career goes because I think he has a lot of football left in the tank, and uh, ultimately, I think that he's going to be better with the Dolphins than he ever was with the Broncos. But you had to make that move because you went and traded for a quarterback. You thought you were going to turn the Broncos into a destination place, and it never ended up happening. You're right now the laughing stock of the National Football League, and you sit here knowing that you dropped the ball in training camp and say, man, here's another reward. Well, no practice by week. Yeah, it's wild that they're not there. I mean, I'm right with you on that. Um, I, I wonder... Would it would have been nice maybe for for a veteran for 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 a leader in that locker room to be like, hey man, if you're in town, you know what I mean. If you're not, you know, going away, you know, come in, man. We want to watch a little film. We won't do this and that. I mean, do they would, have that would guy? You like that? Yeah. Well, would, I mean, yes, I would love that. But do they have that guy? Exactly. Do, you, Russ. do yeah. you think that people are are running into Russ is nah. having his State of the Union meetings every mm. week and and on Tuesdays before the game plan? Do you think now that the coaches dismiss you on Tuesday that you're Russ is saying, hey, if you're around? Guys are saying, heck no, we, we've been going every single day because you've been making us come in on our off day every single week on Tuesday. So maybe that's the reason why Hackett said, you know what, we're going to give you those You're the head coach. Your job is to micromanage. 
Your job is to micromanage all 53 personalities in that locker room. The buck stops with you. Obviously, there's a big division with this team as far as how they're being coached. And no, I could talk about it everywhere. I'm sorry we don't have enough time to talk about it, but look at special teams this past week. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why you had to go on a 98-yard drive, and that's not a good thing why you had to go on that drive. We got Montreal Washington feeling punts, not calling for fair catch like the like we haven't lost the, like we didn't lose the Chargers game because of error, a crucial error on special teams. It's just bad optics. And for me, this week you had a unique opportunity to kind of rein this in and kind of let the players know, no, we're going to work. We're going to grind. And by, you know, dismissing them yesterday and, and not having practice, that's not the signal that you sent to, to this football team, in my opinion. We're going to see how they come out of this bye week. But no, Sean, thanks a lot for sitting <laughs> in today. Really appreciate yes, you, sir. man. Um, thanks for coming in on the fly. It was fun. we got Stokely and Zach coming up next.